welcome to the Live Uncommon podcast with me, Teresa Lim. I believe in the power of the human spirit and the fascinating stories it tells. Every week, join me as we pay tribute to extraordinary real-life stories of hope, faith, courage, and breakthroughs. May they be a shining beacon of inspiration and a reminder that we are not alone. I hope you find great value in this episode. You ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode two of The Live Uncommon. My name is Teresa Lim and thank you so much for tuning in today. I am especially, especially excited and super honoured for our guest on our show today. Her name is Serene and she is a really good friend of mine and also my tweenie from a different mother and father. <laughs> Just a very quick introduction, Serene and I met about two and a half years ago at a yoga studio, uh, Como Shambhala in Orchard, where I remembered that she was sitting behind me and every time we did a little twist, uh, I would turn around and go, oh my god, that girl looks amazing with all the tattoos on her back and on her arms as well. So that was like the first thing that caught my eye. And then at the end of the class, this is my version of the story, uh, Serene approached me. <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> Serene approached me for coffee. Right? I'm sure it's the other way around. No, you definitely approached me. She approached me for my coffee. Oh. For a coffee. So yeah, so Serene... Okay, fine. We went for a coffee after that. Uh, yeah, that we did. And um, that was the start of a, an amazing friendship because three weeks later, we found ourselves on a bus from Singapore traveling up to Malacca for our first holiday. Right? I think we stayed for a night. Was it a night or two nights? I can't remember. It's just a night, yeah. Just a night, yeah. And that basically kick-started some travels that we did together. We went to Bintan. New right? York. We went to New York as well. Bali. And Bali. <laughs> in the last two years, we have traveled quite a lot together. And Serene is an avid traveler. She's been to so many amazing countries. Um, and I'm so happy to have her on the show today. We have lots in store for you. And I hope that you find great value in this episode. Without further ado, welcome to the show, my tweenie, Serene. Satya Charan is how she wants to be known as. Uh, Serene is a sound worker and astrologer. So maybe Serene, if you could just give a very quick introduction to yourself and then we can talk about your journey, where you were to where you are today. So thanks so much, Theresa, for having me on your show and congratulations on um, starting this beautiful podcast where Thank you. um, you're having like heaps of beautiful people on. Including yourself. <laughs> well, I was going to say, including <laughs> you, especially because... Oh, thank um, you babe yeah I think it's really amazing what you're doing and um, everybody deserves a voice and you're really um, lending a platform to all of us so yeah my name is Serene if you're part of the yoga or spiritual scene in Singapore you may have heard of me or been to some of my classes I'm a sound worker specializing in gongs and other healing instruments such as the steel drum and uh, I do dabble a bit in drums recently um, and just uh, using sound as a form of therapy mm-hmm. and I recently branched out um, to reading astrology charts for like on um, personal one-to-one basis um, to encourage people to be more self-aware and to attain more you know self-mastery awareness mm-hmm. knowledge yeah. 
Yeah, that's really wonderful. I mean, Serene is really awesome. She's not just an awesome friend, but I can attest to the fact that she is a, an amazing gong player. Oh, thank you. And she plays the handpan really, really well. She is so in tune with herself that I find that when she does um, her astrology readings for people, and she's done a couple for me as well, it's been so helpful. And I find that your readings are really spot on. Uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about how you got to where you are today because it's a really beautiful story and I would love for the listeners to listen in and be completely inspired by the choices that you have made and some of like your mindset and the way you view the world as well. Right. So I used to work for public service here in Singapore. I basically was a corporate slave. Uh, <laughs> and most of us are. I mean, th- these words are probably not new to anyone. Uh, in 2017, um, that was when my mom passed away. So it really made me realize how short life is and that this time that we're given is basically all that we have. So I decided to um, pursue a yoga teacher training and uh, a meditation teacher training eventually, as well as formal training in playing the gongs, so playing instrument, using sound as therapy. Ever since I was a child, I had always been very in tune to the fact that there is another world sort of like behind uh, what we see on the surface. There is some energy, like patterns um, that we don't, uh, that are not exactly tangible. So uh, when I was 11, I was introduced to Western astrology and I actually plotted my own chart using like a compass and uh, some tools I I read in a book. And I got my, my chart a little wrong, but a lot of it was basically correct. The only part that was wrong was the time zone. So as an 11 year old, I I wasn't really familiar with that. Um, But ever since then, it's always been a huge part of my life uh, subconsciously. So um, without really being too conscious about it, I would perhaps tap into people's charts or, or their signs. And that is the lens through which I can understand the world. And so marrying these two uh, modalities into something that I do professionally now, um, using sound as a um, tool for healing, for um, relaxation, um, to encourage others to be more mindful, um, and overall just to have the experience of um, stepping away from the business of uh, our day-to-day routines as well as um, coupling that with uh, metaphysics. So I, I, I do astrology, um, human design, as well as uh, the Chinese aspect of metaphysics, which is um, Ba Zi, Feng Shui, and Timen, all based on the I Ching. And having all these tools at hand to further understand who we are as a being who is living on this planet, as a person and how we can contribute uh, in which ways we are you know supposed to be the path we're supposed to be walking it's, it's sort of a guidance if you will awesome I think it's you know at the end of the day right like we look back at our lives and we go you know there's always been that one point in our lives that helps us to pivot into stepping into our purpose and whilst you know your mother's demise was completely unfortunate and really sad as well it also was a point in your life where you kind of felt life is really short, as you said before. And I guess that propelled you to make that decision to leave the corporate world 
and to then pursue what you really enjoyed, which was the yoga, the sound that came after that as well. So maybe if you can maybe expand a little bit more about that transition, the feelings that you went through, maybe even when you started teaching or when you started offering gong lessons, how how that transition from being, you know, open and closing for the commas, corporate slave was for you, the feelings that you had, the thoughts that you had, maybe some doubts that you might have as well. I think that would be really helpful. So this part of my life where I was going through a transition happened when I was maybe going through what we call in astrology a Saturn return. Um, so the beginnings of it always starts when you're about 26, 27, you start to feel the energy of, of um, Saturn. Uh, Saturn is a planet that deals with um, boundaries, limitations, um, lessons, like life lessons. And so when it happened, there, there felt like there was a lot of things happening that I didn't have control over. And that's that's um, part of the energetic um, pattern of, of this planet. And I was really trying to force myself into, uh, to fit into what we deem, what looks like a successful individual. At that point in time, it, I just didn't feel like I could take it anymore and I, I had to leave. And there were many push factors as well as pull factors. So after I left, um, I realized that when you, f- when you sort of go with the flow of things, <clears throat> even if it seems difficult, having that trust in the process just having that faith is really important. Like having the faith that knowing what you can contribute. For me in this that instance was yoga and then followed by sound. Having that trust in that yourself, in your um your worth, that you're not defined by your role, your job, your position. But um it's more like being able to just be in the flow of things, being trusting that you are guided. Well, that's what I, I did. And it's a lot harder than um, it sounds because um, there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of fear involved. And I would say at that point in time, I found an equilibrium. But uh, shortly after, my life was also uprooted again because I moved to Australia for a while. And there was a lot of things I had to give up, like friendships and relationships when I was there. But I also gained a lot more. So it feels as though I've been on this journey where a lot of times I'm really unsure where to go. And even right now, if you told me like, what are you going to do next? Um, I don't really know, but I do have a structure or plan in my mind. But the thing is, you just have to trust where life is going to take you and trust that it you are always where you are supposed to be. That is not really something I can explain intellectually through words. It's more something that is more intuitive or something that I feel and not everybody is different I mean everybody's different not everybody will be able to not everybody's path looks the same yeah basically that's uh, where I'm at right now from when I first started um, up to this point in time where I managed to find um, a sort of equilibrium where I can um, pursue my pursue my interests in a professional way that's really interesting I think having faith and trust in yourself and in your gifts is really important but at the same time you know I'm, I'm sure at some point you've also felt like and did I make the right decision you know and maybe even hearing feedback from people that maybe you're not good enough or you know you could be better and I'm sure these were said to you and you've said this to yourself without the intention to hurt you but these sort of feedback and self-talk can be quite detrimental especially to someone who has made that, that courageous first move to transition into another phase of their life. 
right? So to be able to speak to that a little bit and share your personal experience. Good that you brought that up. Uh, I've had instances where when I was working at a yoga studio that uh, I had been compared with other um, instructors as well. The comments were, I, I suppose the comments were, were said uh, in a more critical way. Of course, there would be a lot of uh, emotions involved and community here in Singapore is really small. So it's very easy to, to compare, you know, because a lot of people, they go to many different studios as well. So from that, I actually did learn quite a bit. Like I learned that maybe um, there are some other things that I should be doing that uh, I could be better at. This is just from my personal direct experience so I can't say like for I can't speak for everyone but ultimately trust and I stand I stood guided so um, I understood that the comments weren't coming from a hurtful place even though they were hurt, like they could be construed as hurting um, basically just it's just basically saying that other instructors are better than, than me myself so um, through that feedback, I learned that maybe this form of yoga wasn't something that I was meant to, to give or meant to teach. So I actually um, went on to doing maybe other forms of meditations, yoga, and also uh, sound work. So that's especially especially thankful to have that um, skill or, or have that quite intuitive way that I can work with sound that I have also been doing since I was a lot younger when I used to be in the choir for about like a decade or so. So definitely working with frequencies, um, working with sound, working with things like essential oil aromatherapy, it, I feel it's a lot more, I'm more attuned to rather than something that's uh, quite physical or, or quite manifested if that makes sense. Mm. I think one of the many things that I do love about you, Serene, and I do respect you for is your empathy that's being extended outwards into the world is not selective. I think most times we select and we pick and choose. Okay, this person deserves my empathy because it's very easy to love this person, but this person not. Or the situation is, it's not. And I love that you are almost, for lack of a better word, blind to what judgment is. It's almost like you're saying, I have this empathy within me. I'm not going to discriminate against anyone or anything or any situation. I'm just going to pump the empathy out into the world. And I love the whole idea about you talking about accessibility, making things really easily accessible, making things really relatable. And, you know, this all falls under the umbrella of inclusivity. You know, and I think, you know, like one of the things that really stands out for me is you using your Instagram, for example, to really speak out about issues that's going on in the world or have happened before and just bring it to the forefront and kind of go, this is my opinion, this is where... This is what I've researched on. You know, you can choose to read it or not. This is where you can go for help. And I think that is really fantastic. So I want to really thank you for that because you're really using your platform and your voice um, to talk about things that mean something to you. It's not just about talking about what shoes is in fashion, but it's more like really political and society issues about, for example, the LGBTQ community and certain issues that's going on. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I, I know your work takes you to such um, places as well. So uh, I think having you as a, an ally or as a friend, uh, it's also part, like you're definitely part of my, my support community as, as what we were talking about. Yes. Um, I, well, it's not exactly easy to be inclusive when we've all been conditioned in certain ways to look out for ourselves and for the groups that are close to us, such as um, maybe we, when we share things in common, 
such as um, the color of her skin or maybe being healthy or, or able, you know, because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of ways we can discriminate, and that's actually how things get so segregated when we become so attached to the idea of separation between us and them. In a way, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to also unlearn. I'm trying to maybe decondition myself slowly. I think these um, practices do take time. They take practice, and not everybody is uh, at a level where they can you know say um, oh I, I don't uh, see separation or um, you know there's no labels for you I mean I even I myself I know that labels are a necessary part of the way that we view the world so I do think that um, everybody does try in their own ways whether um, it's through education it's through speaking to um, others outside their own community and uh, all these, uh, we're generally working towards uh, a world that's more inclusive, a world that's less discriminatory, and that can only be a good thing. But um, in my way, I, I feel like that's, this can only be done when we have a deep understanding and mastery of the self, and that's where my work comes in as well. Uh, and currently, I'm trying to make this more accessible to, to others, especially to um, perhaps groups outside of the spiritual wellness industry because a lot of times um, when you're already on that well for lack of a better word spiritual path which we kind of all are but in different ways we become very attuned to um, the needs of others and we become more compassionate just because we feel that depth within ourselves and we can only meet somebody uh, on the level that we meet ourselves so part of my work will be to encourage somebody to find that depth within themselves and to make this accessible for perhaps groups that would not otherwise be in these sort of communities or circles that already have that going and that's the way that uh, I choose to contribute um, part of the work I do takes me to a local bookstore community in Singapore called The Moon where I do a lot of sound circles and sound relaxation and I, it's very reasonably priced, um, probably priced a lot less than um, what you would get in a yoga or therapy studio and this is uh, part of my efforts to make it more um, accessible for marginalised groups, um, communities who would not otherwise um, be open or be able to afford such practices. Another part of my work is also to offer discounts on um, the readings that I do uh, is astrology, human design and uh, metaphysics and uh, I also am open to doing trades with people so without uh, having their money involved but um, just trading my services for other goods and services as well. Awesome, I really really love that. I feel like this is really coming from a place of not just empathy but also love and understanding as well you know and I think I said in the beginning beginning that you know one of the most beautiful things that you are offering to the world is the fact that you are meeting people at their level and you're not forcing them to I guess come up to a certain level in order to be able to access you know any form of healing modalities and in your case you know it's the sound healing it's the astrology it's the readings and all that so it sounds like you are doing a lot and it's so great because you are definitely contributing to a better world and I honestly sincerely love that about you and maybe if we can talk a little bit about your plans for the near future as well it's always nice to have a repertoire of tools that you want to offer to the world where as far as self-growth and self-development goes it's always good to replenishing that box i know you are going to be taking your qigong teacher training which is so awesome um do you want to share a little bit more about that yeah i'll be so happy to 
But I just wanted to say, like, as far as transitions go, we are always transitioning um, moment to moment, whether it's at a accelerated pace or at a very um, surface level, or whether it's very internal and on a very deep level. We are always changing as a human being. Like, that's the concept uh, in Buddhism, we call it anicca, impermanence, and that's just the way we exist in the world, ever-changing. So I'm very excited to um, taking a um, teacher training in Qigong. So the, uh, Qigong is another part of um, the five branches of metaphysics. It's based a lot on traditional Chinese medicine, which is the five elements um, and the meridians in the body. And I've been doing a lot of Qigong ever since um, I did a retreat in Sydney last year. Um, so this training was supposed to take place in Bali in July. But because of the current pandemic that we're going through and also the disruptions in travel, um, I was not able to go over. So we will be doing everything online. So um, I'll be more than excited to offer um, maybe free classes or... Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> just for my, my practice um, eventually um, in the certification process. And this will probably take place at the last quarter of this year. So uh, I'm very excited to be able to share... Um, the next part of my journey with um, everyone out there. Be so amazing because currently what you are offering to the world is sound uh, and also readings through Vedic astrology and all of that. And then the next one would be movement, right? And like you said, it's that five branches in TCM traditional Chinese medicine and being able to move your body in ways and getting to know your organs and how they all work together, your meridians and how they all work together to create this amazing human being called Serene Teresa. And, you know, it's just so fascinating. And I think, you know, there's so many levels of healing. It's not just, oh, if you want to heal, you only do heal. You only do sound. But there's so many other ways. And again, that goes back to the accessibility as well. That it's not just two ways, but there are so many different ways, so many options for you. And you can just pick and choose. Because to your point in the beginning as well, we're all different. We're all walking on very different journey, different paths. So it's really important to be able to have, again, this toolbox of services or whatever you want to call them, right? Modalities that would suit each individual depending on which season they are in. Just to wrap this whole podcast up, I mean, we could continue to talk for like the next five hours, but we don't have five hours. I think we do. Like, we do? Yeah. Later, do, right? off, offline. Yeah, I mean, we do have five hours. So maybe next time we'll do a five-hour podcast. But uh, <laughs> just for the purpose of today and this episode, is there is there a special like message or word or word of advice for anyone who's tuning in right now who feels they have to continue doing what they're doing? You know, maybe they just need to gain some form of societal acceptance in order for them to feel light, for them to feel they are part of a group, a tribe. The path that you have chosen is really unconventional. Right, the path that you've chosen is the path that hasn't been walked before. And I feel that takes more than just courage and faith and trust. Um, I'd like to first start by saying that whoever you are, you owe it to yourself to be yourself. Um, but having said that, the self is also ever-changing. And so when we start out, when we take a leap of faith, it's very easy to be caught up and attached to the idea that I must make this work. And this is the path now that I've chosen, so I have to walk it till the end. But you know what? As a human being, 
you can change your mind at any time. You don't have to be attached to the outcome. There is another way, whenever you feel stuck or that something is not serving, I would also advise there's a time for change and the time is now because uh, to be impermanent, to be ever-changing is just part of the whole human experience. I would say never box yourself in. Um, I think the only limitations are the ones that we actually do put on ourselves. And I guess I could say this because I'm very privileged to be able to have these kind of choices. I do acknowledge that for sure. Our choices are also very different and as, as different as the paths that we walk. But um, there is always a choice, there's always something that we can do to elevate our existence. Mm, awesome, so well said. Thank you so much. And for whoever is listening in right now, and I think including myself as well, like this has been such a great sit down message for all of us. I think it's a great reminder to know that, you know, you, like what you said, you do owe it to yourself to live your best life. And your best life doesn't have to be in comparison to the person that you follow on Instagram. You know, it doesn't have to be what society tells you what best is. But the best quality life is a life that is constantly acknowledging that you are evolving. A life that gives you peace and a life that enables you to also contribute back to the people around you and to society. I think that's really important. I think there are many other factors that contribute to a, to a good life. But I think as a basis and foundation, I think peace and joy and acceptance and contribution is really really important thank you so much for sharing that i really enjoyed this this session with you today thank you thank you for coming on my show so did i it's been a pleasure thank you so much thank you so much so if you're interested go support serene with her work you can find her on instagram the serene sage um, all the details of where you can contact her would be on the description of this podcast uh, whichever platform that you're listening to so go give her a follow get in touch with her if you have any questions around sound healing around yoga or even making a transition maybe you're going through a transition in your life any advice that you need please slide into her dm she's giving me a weird look now slide into your dm right that's what they all say no yeah slide um sparingly please slide sparingly into a dm so thank you so much um for this i honor you i respect you thank you stay tuned for the next episode thank you all for listening thank you for tuning in And I hope you were inspired and got great value out of this episode. This podcast is very much yours as it is mine. If you have a personal story you would be open to sharing or know of someone who does, drop me a message and let's connect. If you have enjoyed the show, hit the subscribe button, share it with a friend and follow me on Instagram at underscore the life uncommon for updates on new weekly episode drops. See you then.